The longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Welcome to this week's Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, locked and loaded for episode number 401. Yes, that's right. We have clipped the 400 mark. Hopefully, uh, those of you who uh, had the opportunity went and listened last week. It's available on iTunes and the website right about now. Uh, but we had Travis Pastrana and Rutledge Wood on with some long-form interview style with those two. And uh, it was one hell of a good time. So hopefully, you guys were able to catch that. If you haven't, it is definitely one Put on the phone. I was going to say put on the iPod. iPods, I don't even know if those are a thing anymore, but definitely earmark that one for later. You don't want to miss it. It was uh, probably the most fun I've had on a show in a very, very long time. Uh, but this week, man, it is, uh, we got a lot to catch up on. Went long form in the interviews, so we got one guest today, actually a couple of guests, but uh, one actual race car driver. Got uh, my good friend Alexander Rossi. He is competing for Andretti Autosport in that big IndyCar finale coming up this weekend, and uh, definitely catch up with Alexander. Looking forward to uh, having him on the show today. I think you guys are definitely uh, not going to want to miss that one. Always fun. That's coming up in hour number two. Also got power rankings, and I got to tell you, we got a lot to cover with Chris Leone and I in power rankings. And then we've got my good friend Tiffany Stone. She was out on site at the ARA Rally STPR. Uh, we also talk about upcoming SEMA show and uh, probably a little bit of the Area 51 takeover. And uh, yeah, a whole lot of <laughs> a whole lot of other stuff happening. You never know where the hell that conversation is going to go when I got T stone on the show so stoked to have her on as well i will be talking about that indycar finale and about everything else happening in the world of motorsports i uh, do want to uh, give a shout out to uh my podcast over there, a Project Action on Podcast One. Uh, last week, did a big interview with uh, Jim Beaver. Yes, the other Jim Beaver, the actor, the famous celebrity. Uh, make sure and hit that one up if you haven't already. It was a really, really good show. Numbers are insane for that, and uh, I am looking forward to uh, to having you guys hear it and get the feedback. Uh, also, on the Off Road Edition this week, we've got uh, uh, we've got Matt Martelli dissecting all things sand sport and the big announcements coming out of that. So today, though, it is Alexander Rossi power rankings and a whole lot more right here on this week's edition of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Don't go anywhere. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. 
From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in-store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here with episode number 401, and we're getting things rolling today. Once again, uh, Alexander Rossi, Power Rankings, Tiffany Stone, and a whole lot more. We'll also have a Dirtfish Rally report thrown in this week. Um, but yeah, you know, it's... Uh, I guess I haven't had a, a real good chance to kind of, uh, you know, just kind of open things up the way we used to and uh, been all kinds of stuff going on. I know I'm crazy right now. It's a silly season in motorsports where I'm trying to figure out if I'm racing, doing radio and podcasting next year. Obviously, we are. Uh, but, you know, getting uh, getting sponsors lined up, partners, figuring out what events we're going to be at and all kinds of other stuff. And, you know, I, this month of September has been really interesting for me. I've actually been in Parker at uh, at home for almost like a month since Cranon. Like, I haven't left, which has been amazing. And, uh, you know, this past weekend, or not this past weekend, what am I talking about? Yesterday, uh, I had the opportunity, my daughter, she's in this, uh, you know, she, you know, we've talked about her before. She runs razors, does gymnastics, does a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, she's also in this thing, which I find really interesting in schools now. It's called Lego League. Um, and a lot of people are like, what? The kids build Legos? No, it's actually a robotics competition that uh, the Lego sponsors. It's actually pretty insane, right? They program and code these robots. They build these robots. They do all these things. And they have, like, these statewide competitions. Like, it's a legit deal. And I think it's really interesting where to point in time where um, – where robotics and uh, science and technology are, are actually treated the same as sports in schools. And, uh, you know, she likes to do a little bit of everything like I did and, uh, you know, really fortunate that, but, you know, kind of, you know, sunk in. So the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, you know, and I, I've got a motorsports tie in here. I'm telling you people just and bear with me. Right. Uh, but Arizona Diamondbacks invited all the, all the state, you know, the kids in the state that are part of this, uh, they call it STEM science and technology and, um, I don't know the whole acronym, but uh, you get the point. So Diamondbacks invited all these 
schools with these uh, with these teams down there to uh, uh, to Chase Field. I almost called it Bank One Ballpark, but uh, yeah, down to Chase Field, and uh, you know where the Diamondbacks play, and it invited them all down for like three hours. They gave this uh, kind of this thing on the science of baseball and all the mathematics that go into it, and I found it absolutely amazing. Um, you know, and then they had some other activities and stuff like that. It was a good time for the kids. But my, I guess my motorsports tie-in here, why I'm telling you all this, is like I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this. And then they started talking about uh, numbers and how many people, you know, Chase Field actually holds. And, you know, they were talking about 50,000 people uh, showed up to this game earlier in the year, broke the record. It's 50-plus thousand. I don't know the exact numbers. You know, and I started thinking about that. And I'm like, you know – what I find absolutely kind of crazy in this day and age is that, you know, us in motorsports, we're in our like little bubble, right? And, uh, you know, we think we, we deserve to be treated like NFL and what's the deal? You know, motorsports, we need partners, we need sponsors. This is the greatest thing ever. And like, I'm sitting there and I'm looking around this entire arena, right? And, uh, or this entire baseball park. And, you know, they say 50,000 people went through the gates at Cranon. Cranon, let, let's be honest, we're, we're all going to call a spade a spade here. It is the biggest software race in the country, right? So 50 plus thousand people over the weekend. So you figure maybe 25, 30,000 people on a good day, right? You know, um, went through there. And then you start looking at the stadium that holds 50,000 people. And Diamondbacks play 162 games a year. Half of those are played there in that stadium, right? So on any given weeknight, um, you know, they're not going to pack it with 50,000 people, but you might get 30, 35,000 people show up, right? And, you know, Yankees are in town or Red Sox. It might bump up a little bit. Dodgers, um, you know, but I, I started thinking about that. I'm like, you know, us, we want all these corporate sponsors in motorsport and things like that, you know, but, um, you know, you look around there and you've got all these, uh, you know, tire companies and, and auto, you know, Ford and, and stuff like that all over this stadium, you know, and people want, oh, we want that in off-road. And I, I start thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I get it. Like, you know, everybody goes, well, how come they'll sponsor baseball? That's stupid. They should sponsor racing. And I'm like, you know, you start looking around there. They've got amazing TV, but they've got on any given day, 30,000 people on a Wednesday night show up to watch the Diamondbacks play, you know, the Colorado Rockies or somebody like that. Like, that's mind-blowing to me, right? Because, you know, our biggest, best event of the year draws that many people, uh, you know, for the event, right? Baseball does that on a daily basis. You know, I, I think we all like to think in motorsport we're bigger than we actually are. But, like, you start looking at baseball and TV ratings and on-site attendance and things like that. Like, I get it. The activations you can do and things like that. Like, that little logo on the outfield wall. Like, why would you sponsor an off-road truck? You're going to get way more eyeballs. You're going to be able to activate with those people. Like, you know, you start looking at it, and I start thinking about how small we are in motorsport. And, man, we come a long way. Live streaming and things like that, you know, but – even that, like we live stream an event and we go, oh, we had 100,000 people turn in, tune into the live stream. That's insane. That's a horrible night for the Arizona Diamondbacks who aren't a big market team. I mean, Phoenix is a big market, but you start talking Dodgers, Yankees, you know, in, in TV ratings, those are crazy, you know. But you start thinking about that and, you know, they can do that in their sleep. Like it's it's really you start looking and comparing motorsport to stick and ball sports and you realize how small we actually are. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying that a lot of people in motorsport have these, you know, these uh, what are they called? These ideas of grandeur or, uh, you know, they they you know, we think we're much bigger and we're more powerful than we actually are. 
And even NASCAR, who is, uh, you know, the juggernaut of racing, and we know they've had struggles lately. We can talk about the positives in HRA and IndyCar and their upswing, but you even look at that, and we are even NASCAR is so small in comparison to Major League Baseball or the NFL. And, uh, you know, I get it. And I, I think us as people in the racing community, whether you're a media person, whether you're a fan, whether you're a race team owner or a marketer or an agent or a whatever, um, I think once we realize that and it sets in and us as fans, like I think we have these massive expectations, um, you know, of things that IndyCar, NASCAR and, and things like that should do. And it's just not financially possible. Because when you go to a baseball stadium, and, and keep in mind, Diamondbacks are playing there, and we've got 30,000 people on a Wednesday night. There's another 15 teams, you know, or our stadium's full on that any given night with the same amount of people and their own TV. Like, you got to realize how small we are. And once you do that, us as fans, we can set our expectations right. Us as race car drivers, knowing the series that we're in and the TV package we have, be thankful for what we have, but we can approach things right. I think the series can as well. And I, I, I think that, you know, I, and I've been guilty of this too. Like we think we are so big and we're this unstoppable force and we're entitled to these dollars and we're entitled to these TV packages and, you know, and, and we're awesome. What we're doing is badass. You know, these people should be lining up at the door when the fact of the matter is we're not, we're a lot smaller than we actually, you know, than we think we are. And once we, like, literally come to that realization, I think that's when we can actually move forward, put our best foot forward, because then we really know what we can offer. You know, and I think, you know, it, the, you know when we continue like we have been to, uh, you know, think we are just this massive, unstoppable force and everybody should be jumping on board. I think that's, uh, you know, that's our biggest problem, both as fans, race team owners, media, everything else. I think we really need to uh, set our expectations right. And we haven't in the past. And uh, I don't know. I just, it was really interesting being there and hearing these crazy statistics that the Arizona Diamondbacks were, were throwing out as far as fans and, you know, and, and, you know, media reach and things like that. And I started thinking, I'm like, man, I get it now. Like, I understand. And I think, you know, the sooner fans and everybody else involved in motorsport and the racing community gets that, I think that's when we're really going to move forward. And we've been making massive inroads. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think there's still a whole lot more we can do. We just got to know, uh, you know, what we're playing with and approach things right. So uh, I guess uh, rant over. We're going to have Tiffany Stone on the line. we we'll return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We didn't have her last week. We had episode 400. Things went a little long with Pastrana and Rutledge. But uh, Tiffany Stone back on the show, back to her regular shenanigans here. And I know, uh, you know, you know, during the break we were talking, and uh, T-Stone, you said you drove by a stock red Jeep and you called it cute. Because uh, yours is just that much more rad, I guess. I, I found that whole clip just funny. You're like, it was so cute. I'm like, most people don't call a Jeep cute, but T-Stone does when she's rolling on 37s now, I guess. Yeah, no, it was really funny. Um, I just went to the shop. So I was hanging out at Unlimited Off-Road Centers in Fenton. And uh, Amsoil came in. They were doing some features on me uh, that when the whole project is done, we'll reveal that next year for 2020 but yeah we were there and i kind of did a whole swap on some stuff so i went to a a three and a half inch crawler short arm kit and then i moved up to some 37s so it's kind of weird because i was only on 35s with a two inch sport lift so when i go up to a three and a half inch lift and move up to bfg 37 so i still have the cam threes because i love them to begin with so i want to do that and then vision wheels still do a 17 so i'm at 37 12 and a half 17 now for my my offsets on my wheels and tires and then three and a half inch lift like it was funny watching me get into it before but now it's even more of a little like pop up and then into it so it's cool and i didn't realize how much higher i was and it is now that i look at a stock jeep i'm like oh that's so cute look how short it is (laughs) 
Do you now you're all into this Jeep thing? You're always posting stuff. You wheel into you. I haven't paid attention to your Instagram comments. I probably should more. Do you get all these dudes like posting stuff like hashtag wife goals, marry me, and all that stuff? Like, how many proposals do you get on a regular basis, T Stone? I actually don't get that many proposals. You think that I would get some proposals and stuff, and guys but are I don't get out any there. proposals at all. The guys are slacking out there. <laughs> I just figured it seems like any time there's a girl that rides dirt bikes or she jeeps or she races off road, it's like instantaneously like dudes for some odd reason just like they lose they lose their minds. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, there's just something about social media where dudes lose their minds. I figured you would have had at least one proposal by now. No, no proposals yet, but it, it is pretty funny because. You are absolutely right. Anytime a female is, you know, in a dominated male sport, it's kind of funny. And, you know, that's exactly what it is. It's just, you, I've, I've made the joke to you before, though, Jim. Remember, I'm like, I'm just a dude in a hot chick's body. Like, that's literally how I sum it up. Uh, you talk I, like I, a I dude. I will give you that. You talk like a dude. That's... I, I do talk like a <laughs> dude. Well, the thing is, is I may talk like a dude and on all these things, but I'm still a female, so don't don't get it twisted. I can be crazy at times, but um, <laughs> I still have the emotional part. But the logic comes in sometimes, so that's always nice. Yeah. See, we get the we get the T stone like the. The no F's given T-Stone here on the show. Like, I feel like you do all these, like, all these proper podium announcements. And, like, here's the T-Stone that's just, like, you know, talking like a pirate and things like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, podium time. Flip the switch. And then you're all, like, prim and proper and, like, hey, we're here, this and that. And then it's like, all right, back to, uh, back to pirate talk T-Stone. Pretty much that, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> as soon as that red light goes on or somebody says three, two, I'm I'm ready and set to go. You you do. You have to have a professional moment and you have yeah. to have a professional time and then you also need to, you know, learn and understand when to let it let it go and and I've done that and there are some times though because I I am silly and, and goofy and stuff like that where it'll get caught on, you know, camera, but that's that's really who I am and the more that people hang I mean, Jim, you've hung out with me plenty of times within the last few years and stuff. It's I am a jokester. I make jokes. I laugh. I try to be positive about everything. And there are moments that I do get frustrated, but it's only because I don't like looking stupid. I never want to look stupid with what I'm doing. I never want to be discredible. So as soon as it comes to work, it's, it's on and it's kind of like, all right, well, the camera's on. We're, it's time to be professional, Tiffany, now. Yeah, no, and I will say this, and this is not me, like, brown-nosing you or anything like that because we know we give, we, we give each other a hard-ass time nine times out of ten. But you're one of those where you come into an event, and I like working with you because you make me better, a better talent. Like, you come in, you've got paperwork organized. I mean, you, it, it, Cranon, it got so much where you took my phone and you set it up. We put our the Find My Friends so we knew where each other were at the entire event. So if we needed to locate each other, we could amongst 50,000 people. Like, you put your mind to it. It's like when you're working an event, it's like you bring your A game, and it's like you raise the level of everybody around you. And that's why it's fun working with you, you know what I mean, just because I know – I know I'm working with somebody bringing their A game, and it's not you know some self-centered person that's uh, you know all about them, and you know we'll you know, we'll leave that at that. But uh, I appreciate everything you do on Word Events, T Stone. Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, you know, like when we got a chance to hang out in the Red Barn after and stuff, uh, talking to one of the desert drivers who came out for a Cranon race, and 
he was just talking to me and I've interviewed him before and, and I've done some Amsoil after dark with him before. And he's told me, he's like, Hey, Tiffany, I just want to let you know, I really enjoy listening to you. I enjoy what you bring to the table, especially for a live stream event or any event like that. And he said, there's only two, you know, people that I really enjoy that I could either be interviewed by all the time or talk to and that's you and Cameron Steele. So to be put on the same level as a broadcaster as Cameron Steele or some, you know, into that capacity, it, it, it touched me a little bit because I do work so hard to be where I'm at. And, and I've always said it before, you want to work in motorsports, you got to work hard. You want to be a female in motorsports, you have to work twice as hard. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. You know, that last line, I know how much work you put in and things like that. And I don't, I, you know, I don't think people realize in this industry what it takes to, uh, to actually make it male or female in broadcasting, um, you know, to, to get to the level you're at or, you know, Cameron Steele or, you know, that I've done. And it was, you know, it's one of those, like, you don't just go and say, hey, I want to do TV or I want to, like, it's not an easy path. It's kind of crazy. Like, I think about it, you know, and how many, how many right decisions I had to make and how many doors I had to go through and, I, and you know, and then get one slammed in your face and go, like, if you think of your career path to get to this point, like, to me, it blows my mind how we were able to get where we're at because there was so many things that had to go right for us to get to this position. It's just, it's not even silly. No. And, and that's exactly what you're saying, but what people don't understand too, is they don't understand how many things had to go wrong yeah. in order for us to be where it's at. People talk about that all the time. When Amzil was coming in to do that feature, they were asking me, Tiffany, you know, what are some words of advice or what do things mean to you? And I, the one thing that I've realized and I've started to tell people, and I don't know if I've even mentioned it to you before, but success to me, this is literally what success to me is. Success to me is somebody who has it all, who's on top, who has everything. They're riding that wave because you, let's be honest, in, in motorsports and broadcasting and entertainment, there are waves. And to ride that wave, be up on top, lose everything, and then have to regroup, pick yourself up, and then push yourself to be at the top again, that is success to me. The simple fact is, is everybody can reach the first part. Everybody can have their first taste of success. But what it happens to you and what happens to that person when they lose it all and then have to rebuild themselves to be something else, that is successful to me because that says truth, you know, speaking on your character of who you are, that you don't want to fail. You can't let yourself fail because many people – stop right then and there and and that to me is not successful yeah well and it's funny because i anybody that's in the industry like you and i and i talk to people and and race car drivers and things like that they don't most people outside of us don't realize like we are on a year-to-year job like i don't know if i have a job next year right now it's it's looking like i'm probably i'm probably going to be employed next year which is a good thing but you know between sponsorships and uh, announcing contracts and things like that most people don't know you don't get a five-year contract i mean they happen but it's like an anomaly like people like you and i like we are literally a year-to-year thing you know it's like you sign with uh you know with ara to do that and you do some of your whatever but it's a year thing so you're like all right so we know in 2019 i'm employed but what about 2020 and so we we spend you know not only are we working but at the same time we you know we're, we're slinging our resume around trying to make sure we've got a job the next year and that way if one of these things you know falls through we've got a backup plan and like i don't think it's it's a crazy crazy 
uh, line of work to be in. And, and, you know, whether it be in broadcast or it be actually racing with sponsorships, it's, they're both one and the same. They're year-to-year contracts. And, like, it's, it's kind of it, – if people actually knew the stress level sometimes and, and not knowing that we're going to have a job next year, it's kind of – like, it's crazy. I think we're, we're a special kind of crazy, T-Stone. We are, but then that's why we appreciate what we have. We appreciate the highs. We appreciate the lows. We understand that the lows don't come without the highs, and the highs don't come without the lows. We understand, like you said, it's a year-to-year contract, pretty much. Some people, you know, like the Pastranas out of the world, the Baldwins, the Currys, sure, maybe they do have three-, four-, five-year contracts. But like you said, ARA, what happens if ARA goes away? Okay, what do I do next? And so it's more of being adaptive and being able to be in this. You have to be adaptive. You have to be a chameleon. And we've spoke about this, Jim. Uh, you and I are very close friends, so you know exactly what's been going on in my life. You know, starting at the beginning of the summer, I put my grandmother in hospice in May. She passed away in June. My cat of 16 years was put down in July. And my grandfather, who was married to my grandmother, you know, passed August 22nd, less than two and a half months. And I'm actually on my way driving up to a celebration of life right now. So people don't understand that we still have daily lives. We still have things that are going on. Like my grandfather passed away at an ARA race. My cat was put down at an ARA race, but yet I still have to go do the live stream. I still have to be happy. I still have to put a smile on my face because I learned a long time ago when I was, um, when a friend of mine, he passed away, he got hit by a car and Sadly, when I was 18 years old, I also got hit by a car in Mexico. You know, many people don't know that. So that messed with me a little bit. It's like, why do I live and he doesn't? But then one thing that I learned the most from that is once he used to host nightclubs and and the the manager, the owner of the nightclub, you know, it was his funeral. It was that day. They didn't know if they had somebody to host the club. And all he said is the show must go on. And it's hurtful, and, it, and it's a sad reality, but it's true. The show must go on. It's, you know, people do care about me as my life, but I can't stop an entire race, an entire race weekend just because I'm not having a good day. Yeah, true story there, T-Stone. I, you know what? I'm pulling, uh, I, I'm pulling the uh, producer card here, and I'm saying we're going two segments today because uh, we got a lot to Ooh. talk about. So we are going to take a short commercial break, and when we return, Tiffany Stone and I, we will jump into some ARA and maybe talk about uh, this Area 51 takeover that's happening right now. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down-and-dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. 
Anywhere is possible. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, providing anywhere is possible with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver and T-Stone here. And uh, just coming back from the break, I told T-Stone we were pulling her into a second segment today uh, because uh, the conversation was just too damn good so far, T-Stone. But uh, I know you were out at ARA Rally, but uh, more importantly, people are raiding Area 51 right now. It's become like the Burning Man Part 2. Like, Have you been reading on this? All the people from Burning Man now have absolutely shifted over to uh, Rachel, Nevada, and they've got like this Burning Man 2.0 set up outside of the gates of Area 51 now. It's crazy what's going on. No, I haven't even done that. And, Jim, this is like what I was talking to you about. The summer got away from us that we didn't even plan our Area 51 takeover. I think that maybe we this sh- we should start planning so that we can do our conspiracy podcast later on. But yeah. I'm so upset that I didn't know about that. I need to repost my photos from Roswell because I met some aliens there and they were very friendly. So I hope it's the same type of alien. Yeah. No, I was like, I kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, this thing isn't going to happen. I, like the government or somebody actually pulled it down off of Facebook, the group. And uh, they're expecting upwards. Like they're literally all these people from Vegas. People actually showed up. I don't think they're going to raid it. Um, it actually turned into uh, they're calling it alien stock, like Woodstock, but for aliens. So these people actually, instead of raiding Area 51, which, let's put it this way, they're very smart. They've they turned it into an alien festival. They've got three bands that have showed up, like legit, and I don't, ha- I don't know the bands. I just was reading, uh, I was watching a YouTube video of uh, Las Vegas Newscast this morning, uh, and they didn't name the bands, but I guess three major bands have showed up, and they're actually having, like, this alien festival instead of raiding Area 51, but it's at literally the Area 51 gates. But they're expecting upwards of 50,000 people to show up out there this weekend. 
That's kind of exciting. I kind of want to know what bands would do it. The thing is, is we live in a day and age now. It's kind of like nothing surprises us. But you know what? More power to those people who don't care about what anybody is saying or doing or whatnot. If they're not harming themselves or more, you know, specifically anybody else or any animals or anything, I don't see a problem with it. People go out to Burning Man. People go out to Glamis. People go out to the Sand Dunes. I don't know what's the difference, but the simple fact that they want to be around aliens. And I've never seen an alien. However, I've never not seen an alien. And I've even told you about my story before when I was in Bark River two years for a for one of the uh, short course races, and I literally thought I saw a UFO. So I don't care if anybody thinks I'm weird because I thought I saw a UFO, but I've never, I, I'm not in 100% certainty to say that, I, that aliens do not exist. So I'm not going to say anything, but more power to those people for going against everybody and just doing what makes them happy. Yeah, I will go on record and say I completely believe that aliens in some way, shape, or form, this universe is way too damn big. Like, it is way too damn big. There is something on some planet living and breathing and crawling. Uh, it may not look or think anything like what we think, but I guarantee you there's some semblance of an alien out there somewhere in this, you know, in this universe. It's just, like, there's no no reason there can't be. But I'm just looking as we speak. You're like, I wonder what alien bands would come or what bands would go. And I'm like, I started thinking, I'm like, does Alien Ant Farm, do you remember that band? They've got to still exist somewhere. And I pulled them up, and I'm like, yeah, do you, do you remember them at all, like early 2000s, Tiff? Yes, I do, actually, I do. Yeah, they had the uh, Michael Jackson cover. Yes, I I. I think they would be there. Um, I don't know why, but like I figured, <laughs> I figured like a band like Blink One Eighty Two would be there for some reason. Blink One Eighty Two, I could see that Alien Ant Farm opening with their song "Smooth Criminal," and then Blink One Eighty Two. I could see like full on, yeah, it's a punk rock deal. Like uh, I could see uh, some some rad punk rock band showing up or something like that, but. Uh, I don't know. No, it's all going on. I'm I'm kind of interested to see how this thing plays out over the course of the weekend, and it seems like it's actually going to be like an annual thing now, which, you know, like you said, props to them, man, turning this thing into, you know, nobody wanted to see a bunch of people shot up and arrested for, you know, raiding Area 51, but turn it into an, a, an alien festival? Like, why not? kind of sounds rad. And uh, it sounds like they're just, like, all these Burning Man people are just taking an extra week off of whatever they do and just be like, all right, we're going to go to, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to Vegas now in the middle of the Nevada desert. And, you know, I don't know. It's like kind of cool. So, yeah. That's... Yeah. No, I, I would love to visit Burning Man. But, you know, that's why we said that King of the Hammers is just our version of Burning, Burning Man. So maybe maybe we should bring some aliens, invite them to King of the Hammers. I bet you Dave Cole would be super ecstatic if we had some aliens out there. <laughs> uh, King of the Hammers looks like it could be on another planet out there. You know, like literally you strip away all the uh, all the rigs and stuff and you just start looking like that rugged terrain. Like it literally looks like an alien landscape with all the rocks and, you know, like it, it does. Like you strip away everybody away from there and just look at the terrain. Looks like it could be another planet. Exactly. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then, um, you know, looking because knowing that King of the Hammers is not that far away, that gets me excited. And then, you know, I have one more uh, round of stage rally for ARA. We're heading up to LSPR. Um, up, uh, no, yeah, LSPR up uh, Lake Superior Performance Rally up in Houghton, Michigan in the UP. So I'll be driving my Jeep from there and then straight from there, Jim. 
I have to drive and be in Arizona by Tuesday to start my Trail to SEMA. So Trail to SEMA prep is underway, and I know that you already saw the Jeep stuff that I did. Yeah, I saw the Jeep stuff. You got a pinned uh, a pinned October. That's uh, that's crazy, um, and that's a heck of a drive from the UP to Arizona, like in a couple days' time. That's that's kind of wild, Tiff. I'm excited, but you know, like I, I love my road trips. It's, it always gives me a time to really sit and think and and really kind of be with my own thoughts. I mean, do you remember me telling you when I was coming home from King of the Hammers that I was like in New Mexico? driving looking at cows because by the way if you've ever driven with me you know i love honking at cows to see if they turn and look at me so there's a little little known fact but i was looking at this cow in new mexico i'm like you know i hope that cow's living his best cow life out there like i hope you know he's happy he's doing his thing but it really brings you back to simplicity and makes you really feel thankful for what you're doing and you know, I'm sitting there with, which could be scary, my own thoughts at times, but I'm, I'm really thankful for that and excited to push myself for the trail to SEMA coming up this year. Yeah, well, and I know you were just out at uh, STPR. Uh, I was out. I know uh, Higgins uh, clinched uh, yet another championship, but I got to ask you, man, this Oliver Solver kid, I know his dad, Petter. Uh, I've never met Oliver um, but this kid, I mean, you want to talk about next level good. It just blows my mind at his age that, you know, he's doing what he's doing, Tiff. No, exactly. Oliver, 17 years old, just an incredible driver. Also, if you don't know, Oliver does not have a legal driver's license in the U.S. So since he does not have that, his co-driver has to be able to drive the transit miles from, you know, one stage to the next stage because those are true public roads. So they have to switch drivers. They get out and switch it. And then when they get to the stage, Oliver gets in and gets, you know, buckled in and everything. But, like, when Oliver won, he is just fast and unfast. And if you look at the ARA website or Facebook or any of that, you'll see the video of him coming in when he won at Waste Management. And the crazy thing about him is that was him coming off of a, a four-week stint of driving three different types of vehicles, different manufacturers, he did the Jim Connor grid, you know, the, the week and some before with his dad. And so these are different vehicles, different terrain, different countries, different time zones. And when I was talking to him about it, I said, Oliver, how do you do stuff like this? How do you get the energy? How do you push yourself with all the jet lag? And he's like, honestly, Tiffany, knowing that I'm going to get into the car and push myself, that gets rid of my jet lag. Knowing what I'm going to do and how I need to get it done, that's what pushes me every time. So... He's got just as much stamina, just as much drive as Petter, and it's so cool to watch Petter there because I always like to ask the dad, especially if they're a world champion in any form or even just a driver in itself, I said, Petter, what's more nerve-wracking for you, driving against your son and driving in the WRC back in the day or being, you know, Oliver's dad and watching him from the side and seeing how he drives? He's like, honestly, Tiffany, being a dad and watching because you, you want the best for your son. You want the best for your kid. And, you know, knowing that he has to push it and push it and push it. But it's pretty cool to see those two together. Yeah, you know, you want to talk about one of the greatest of all time, Petter. Nobody's going to argue. He's got World Rally Cross Championships. He's got World Rally Championships. I mean, not many people have uh, have taken, you know, championships at, in both Rally Cross and WRC, you know, at the world level. That's just you know, that kid's got just a mountain of information to be able to pick, you know, his dad's brain. And, like, I don't know, like, 
a kid that's doing this much at this young age, it makes you wonder when he's 21, 22, like, what's he going to be doing, Tiff? Like, you got to think the WRC is watching right now, you know, what this kid's doing. But, like, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy to me. Like, I don't know if we've ever seen a talent this fast so, so young, you know. And uh, I would love to keep him in the States for another year, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Like, I think Europe's going to be calling here real soon. No, I, and I would love it. And Honestly, if I was going to learn how to drive and learn how to rally, um, I'm fortunate enough that Petter and I have a, you know, a friendship, a, a relationship in that aspect. You know, he knows who I am, speaks to me at the, at the races and stuff. But I would love to learn how to rally from Petter. And just his, like, expressions and the way he speaks is just so exuberant. Like, I, I really like that, by the way. Great word of the use of the word exuberant. Did you see that, Jim? Exuberant. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> he's just such a great driver, great person. It, it was really, really good. And then, of course, Higgins clinching that, taking the 10th, you know, 10th win championship. And then, you know, Craig Drew, I think that's his eighth. And, you know, it was just really cool to see that. And then you got Cam Steely and Preston Osborne from ODD Racing and Peter Fatella and stuff like that. They're great. Barry McKenna still. Those were the top five that we had from LS or from STPR, and those drivers are just great. And then in the sixth spot, you had Seamus Burke and Martin Brady. Who Martin? Not this, not this race, but our last race in Ojibwe. Martin, when he was driving with his, he was co-driving for somebody. That was the one hundredth different person Martin Brady has driven as co-driven for. Yeah. And that shows you the talent right there of a co-driver, how important co-drivers are. Yeah, Martin's rad, too. I love talking with that guy. He's uh, Does he still have the Red Bull suit? He's got like a full-on, I don't know who he co-drove with at one point, but they were a factory Red Bull guy, and he's got the raddest Red Bull suit that uh, he uses to co-drive. And I don't know if uh, he may have swapped it out, but I know as of like two years ago he was wearing it. It was like the raddest suit. I was always jealous of it. Like I wanted, I wanted that one yeah. hanging on the wall. No, I think I would have totally noticed that. But Martin, you know, he's such a quiet, humble, very, very great dude to speak to. But you wouldn't expect how, not big, but, like, just how, like, well put together. He's a very good, stocky, put-together gentleman. Like, I would be afraid to get in a fight with Martin Brady. And he's got that Irish in him, too. So, I'd be definitely afraid of Martin Brady. But great co-driver overall. I, I really commend his skills. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's phenomenal. He, uh I've had some really good inter- – it's funny because Seamus refuses to give an interview nine times out of ten. Actually, probably 99 out of 100 times he does. Um, but uh, So he's always like, oh, I'll just talk to Martin. Talk to Martin. You know, and that's what he's always said. So I've got to know Martin really good when I was doing interviews. And he, like you said, he's, he's well put together, very well spoken. Like, I mean, he, he's, he's been in this game a while enough to know how to do things, you know? No, he's great. Um, another kid that's coming up – I love how I say kid because – I don't know why he's probably my age, but is Ryan Booth. He got a ride from McKenna and um, it's just, Ryan's just as great. And he, he had an off and it's not what he wanted at STPR, but to be on the McKenna motorsports team, uh, to be one of those new, um, I think he's in an R5. I think, don't quote me on that, but I, I think he's in that one of the new R5s that are coming out and um, he's just doing really, really good. And he had a sponsorship by McDonald's and, it has, I'm loving it on the side. And you know me, I always ask the, your questions because it's like, 
I can find out any stat, your age, where you're born, you know, all this. I can find out any stat. I want to know the things that people don't know. And I was like, you know, Ryan, when you go to McDonald's, like, what are you getting? What's your go-to? And you know what he told me? He loves the McRib. The McRib out of all things. He's like, it comes out two months a year, Tiffany, and it's delicious. I'm like, that is disgusting. (laughs) Uh, Too funny, T-Stone. Well, we are up against the break here, but uh, always fun catching up, Tiff. And, uh, um, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. More after this. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher. And all repairs for your engine transmission and much more can become a thing of the past dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits that's right total protection for your car and no more repair bills just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies that's star star 1147 never pay for car repairs again just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now dial star star 1147 Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
And we are back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here. Yeah, you guys knew that, right? <laughs> well, just wrapping up hour number one, and uh, what an hour number one. A lot of fun. Hour number two, we got power rankings. Alexander Rossi going to be on the show as well. Uh, a whole lot of stuff happening. Uh, once again, if you guys haven't already, uh, you know, we did drop a, uh, a an awesome off-road edition, Foil Parts off-road edition of the show uh, here earlier this week. And uh, it was uh, basically our Sand Sports recap. But I had my good friend Matt Martelli on the show, and uh, we talked a ton about uh, what's to come in 2020, Mint 400, UTV World Championship, big preview of the Score Ba 400 that is going down this weekend in Ensenada, where the sport's headed. Some massive news from Robbie Gordon in the world of uh, UTVs and off-road and uh, – you know, just a, a whole lot of trends coming out of sand sports and a whole lot more. So if you are an off-road fan and you're listening to this show, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss that podcast this week. It was really, really good stuff. And, uh, you know, do have to ask you guys, got a lot of people hit me up and, uh, you know, after episode number 400. And if you guys have any ideas for guests, suggestions, you know I love hearing what you guys think, who you'd like to hear on the show. It's always uh, interesting, you know, but, uh, you know, you never know. I got three different shows that I can fit people in, whether it be the off-road edition uh, here on the national show and as well as uh, Project Action. You never know what the hell uh, you know we've got, so uh, make sure and uh, hit me up. But uh, hour number two, I got to tell you, man, that was one hell of an ARA rally this past weekend. We do have a Dirtfish rally report coming up, and you know I am a massive stage rally fan. I know uh, rally in this country has been in an interesting spot uh, the past couple of years, both in uh, stage rally and rally cross. I feel like uh, everybody's kind of getting things figured out finally, and uh, really excited to be able to dive into things with that Dirtfish Rally Report this week and talk a little bit about the results and uh, what's to come in the world of rally in 2020 and the rest of 2019. So we will be back with hour number two after this here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Can't get enough of your team? SB Nation's 300-team regional and sports-centric communities are built just for you. Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news, conversation, and opinion. SBNation.com. Your team, your community. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Our number two coming at you right here from the Polaris Razor studio. And uh, kicking off hour number two, we have a Dirtfish Rally Report coming at you. Yes, we are getting down and dirty with the fish right now, right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of people hit me up wanting to go to Dirtfish, wanting a discount. You know what? We are going to hook you up. That is right. Here is your coupon code. Ready? Write it down. Down. Dirty DF. Down Dirty DF. We had a previous promo code. No longer good. Down Dirty DF. That is where it's at. That's going to get you 15% off any and all classes at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, if you, uh, you know, if you're driving in the car or something, don't have time to write that down, uh, you can go over to our website and click on the show and uh, it's right there. Down Dirty DF, 15% off. Now, looking at STPR, one of my favorite rallies on 
the I guess the ARA calendar. Um, yeah, it's uh, kind of uh, I don't know. It's like turn of the century, not turn of the century. I mean, like Revolutionary War era Pennsylvania. I just love the buildings, the architecture, everything about this rally is awesome. Not only that, but it's like brutally, brutally hard. Um, and uh, you know, it was an interesting rally, but big winner on the weekend. It was Oliver Solberg taking away top honors. Yes, from the future Hall of Famer David Higgins, who finished up second. Barry McKenna in his uh, 2011 Ford Fiesta finishing up in third. My good friend Peter Fatella finishing up in fourth, and then Cameron Steely taking the fifth place honors and uh, and the four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, uh, I guess, open light category win. Uh, Seamus Burke, Martin Brady, Martin Donnelly in seventh, Nathan Usher, Michael Hooper, and John Kramer going to round out your uh, your field. And uh, looking at open two-wheel drive, it was Michael Hooper with the big W and the victory there uh, on the national side of things. Looking at, uh, looking at uh, the East Championship, though, we're talking uh, regionals. It was... Um, Mark Piotowski uh, taking home the win, and uh, Eric Kersey and Kevin Allen with top three there in the regional standing. So uh, one of my favorite uh, rallies on the calendar you know, a couple years back is when uh, Street Bike Tommy came out and actually rallied and um, actually beat Travis Pastrana. He was running that old like Honda Fit B-Spec car, and uh, man, that was a ton of fun out there. That's a YouTube video you guys ought to check out on Nitro Circus's channel. Go back in the archives, find out when Street Bike Tommy went rally car racing. Good stuff, had by all. Ton of fun out there. We got to get Tommy in a rally car again very, very soon. Anyways, yes, we're going to take a short commercial break. Power Rankings is going to be up on the show when we return right here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. It's going to be one hell of an hour number two. You don't want to go anywhere. Want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3 from General Tire. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressive styling with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. 4WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, Jim Beaver, and uh, my media director with the Down and Dirty Radio Show, Chris Leone. He is on the line. We're getting ready to do some power rankings. I know we uh, skipped last week uh, because we, I guess we had a, a pretty good reason, 400 episodes, Chris. That was uh, that was fun. Thanks to everybody for tuning into Ooh. that. But um, yeah, Chris, I mean, uh, what's, uh, I guess this was kind of a weird week for motorsports, right? Uh, you know, it's one of those where... We had a lot of stuff, but we didn't have like over amounts. I mean, I feel like sometimes we get kind of, I, I don't know what what to say. We get, get kind of greedy here because we've got like 10 different races to pick drivers. I feel like this one, there there was a little bit of a gray area, but I feel like it was pretty precise on, uh, you know, who quite possibly should be on the list. Yeah, Jim. I mean, as you said, there there were a decent amount of races going on. I mean, you had NASCAR, you had Formula Drift, you had Rally. You had him, uh, but, you know, I, I mean, obviously you have the start of the NHRA playoffs, but you also didn't have IndyCar. You didn't have Formula One. It was just, it was kind of a strange mix and, you no know, a lot of the all. series that I think were in action. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the series that were in action were some of sort of the secondary ones that we might touch on. But yeah, just other than, you know, other than one or two, not a lot of the, those headline attention grabbing series that, you know, casual fans might be following along with last week. Yeah, made uh, made for an interesting. Uh, I don't know. I've got some people on my power rankings that are uh, that are interesting. Some maybe uh, making it for the first time. But uh, yeah, I mean, that being said, let, let's get rolling here, Chris. Uh, who do you have uh, kicking off your power rankings there at number five? Uh, well, Jim, number five. I mean, here's the thing that's always tough about our power rankings is we're in this spot where we try to do these things based on a seven day period and sometimes context comes into play, but you know, I really do try to hold to that seven day period. And, you know, for that reason, I've actually got David Higgins and Craig drew at number five. They didn't actually take the victory at FTPR, but they did lock up their 10th. Uh, they did lock up Higgins 10th U S rally championship in the process. And, uh, Huge congratulations to David, you know, going into the Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame later this year, um, you know, has that championship under his belt, number 10, which is not an insignificant number in any form of motorsport, quite frankly. But, um, you know, you know how it goes with the power rankings. We try to do it on a week-by-week basis. So uh, because they didn't take the victory, because Oliver Solberg was on the top step of the podium and, you know, shout out to Oliver. He's an honorable mention on my list, but uh, 
for that reason, I've got uh, Higgins at number five. Yeah, Chris, uh, you know, Higgins, that, that's an interesting thing. And I think a lot of us take for granted what he's accomplished. And I, you know, just with the Off-Road Hall of Fame thing, I look back at his career stats and things like that. It's mind-blowing. I mean, I, I don't know. You'd be hard-pressed to find anybody in the world of rally globally uh, that has accomplished as much as David Higgins when you start talking championships. And, you know, a lot of us know what he's done here in the States, but I think a lot of us forget what David did in Europe and, you know, in Britain with the British, you know, rally um, series and things like that. I mean, he's a multi-time, I think, British, you know, rally champion. Like, it's just crazy. I mean, he's gone and done some one-off WRC events and won. Like, you know, I think he's done some stuff in China. Like, you know, I – you know, I know a lot of people go, yeah, but he didn't do it in the WRC. But if you look at his collective body of work, there's no arguing. He is literally, and I don't say this lightly, probably going to go down in history as one of the greatest rally drivers of all time. And, you know, I find it interesting that he did, you know, with only doing a, a small handful of WRC events. But I think if you look at the body of the work, like there's no arguing it. You know what I mean? Like um, you could put the greats in the same car as David Higgins and, you know, and, and I don't know that they would have the exact same results he did. I mean, it's remarkable what he's done. No, exactly, Jim. And I mean, so obviously I've been a stock car guy growing up. I've been a bit of a circle track guy. And you think of some of the guys who won sort of on local tracks. I mean, the late Dick Trickle, they have no idea how many races he won. Dick Trickle was one of the best stock car drivers ever was just kind of a footnote on sports center because of his name in the nineties, never actually won a cup race, but was by far one of the best stock car drivers that this country has ever seen. And it's kind of the same way with David Higgins. I mean, I think if you, you know, I, it's always hard to compare all different championships when you've got different specs of vehicles and, you know, whatnot, but David Higgins is one of the greatest rally drivers of this generation, probably of all time you know, no doubt. And those 10 championships here in stateside are well-deserved and well-earned, you know, all of his accolades elsewhere in the world are well-deserved and well-earned. And, uh, you know, for all of that and for locking up number 10 this weekend, there was no way I could admit him as uh, on my list. And he came in as my number five. So, uh, who do you have at number five then, Jim? Well, at number five, I am going to, uh, go to IMSA and I know I haven't gotten IMSA very much at all this year, but I got to go with, uh, Juan Pablo Montoya and Dane Cameron, uh, who took their third win of the season. They've got the points lead, took a uh, win by 9.7 seconds over their Penske teammates there, Mr. Helio Castroneves. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been a great season for uh, Montoya and Cameron. I know we haven't talked about Montoya much at all this year, and I think I feel like in the world of motorsport, he's almost like he's uh, uh, he's been forgotten about, especially because he didn't do the Indy 500 this year. But um, he is still on the top of his game and, and one of the best drivers in the world. Uh, you know, and I don't know, I think from what I understand, he's really enjoying life and he's enjoying, um, you know, IMSA and, and what he's doing there because it's giving him some time with the family. But, uh, man, this guy, he's put together a great, great season. And it looks like, uh, you know, he and Cameron are, are going to take a championship with, uh, one round to go. So Montoya and Cameron for that big victory this weekend, I've got them at number five on my list. Yeah. And Jim, I will touch on uh, Montoya and Cameron a little later in my list. Um, you know, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, Team Penske and IMSA with Montoya and Castro Neves, they've got an IndyCar team that most most right. teams would kill for. Right. And that's Penske, though. Like, you know, And I know Penske wanted to bring in younger drivers, and I think this is a funny concept. 
he didn't want Montoya and he didn't want uh, Castro Nevis to go anywhere, so he signs him to these big IMSA contracts because he knows if he didn't, those guys would have signed with an Andretti or a Ganassi or a somebody, um, and you know what I mean? And they'd be destroying him on the IndyCar circuit still. You know, I think it's funny. It's like, you know, it's like Castro Nevis, he comes back and does two races a year there at the Indy GP and the Indy 500, and every single time he's at the top of everybody's picks to win. You know, he's that good, but here he is doing IMSA and running this program. Like you said, anybody in the IndyCar paddock would kill to have either one of these guys on their team. Yeah, exactly, and it's always funny to see, you know, drivers like that, just guys who end up sports car racing, you know, when they would still be threats in IndyCar, and yeah, like you said, I mean, I think that's that's absolutely the reason why Rogers got them over on the sports car side. It's not, you know, because they're out to pasture like some of the older IndyCar drivers typically go. It's not like on talent that's where they should be. It's just that, you know, that's the only way Rogers is going to be able to keep them under under contract and keep them from threatening his guys new garden and paginode and power you know at the top of the indycar charts um but for number four i am going to uh formula drift in texas and i'm going with uh chelsea denopa for uh his first victory in uh three years since long beach in 2016 and you know it's been a really interesting formula drift season and chelsea uh the sixth different winner in the past six races, you know, we had, we had, I believe it was Odie winning back to back in the first two races of the year, first two formula drift events of the year. And ever since then, it's like everybody has just kind of had their own turn at the top of the podium and Chelsea being the latest uh, driver to stand there uh, makes my list at number four. Yeah, and Formula D, they've got a, a hell of a battle shaping up for the championship. That's something we haven't got into, and I think uh, we'll, we'll dive into that as we get closer to this uh, finale. But uh, there's some, there's a really rad battle shaping up in Formula D right now. Um, I, you know what, I've got my number four, but I think we are going to, uh, I think we're going to take a quick commercial break, and I'm going to get to my number four because I think it's something you and I are going to probably want to uh, talk on. And I would hate to clip it at 30 seconds when uh, this is something that I think is going to have some legs. So, Chris and I, we're going to take a short commercial break right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We'll be back after this. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. 
We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a five-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver and Chris Leone here. Uh, We are, um, I can't even say midway through our power rankings. We've got a lot to get to in the next uh, 12, 13 minutes here. Uh, Chris just gave his uh, number four, coming in at number four on my list. I am going to uh, go to NHRA. And this one I've got two because I didn't know how to rank them uh, one better than the other. Both of them had great weekends, uh, took down some really good guys in their qualifying round. Uh, Richie Crampton and Fast Jack Beckman, uh, I've got them both, our top fuel and our funny car winners, coming in at number four. I kind of took the the easy way out, Chris, and, and kind of tied their hands together on this one. But uh, honestly, I just... I had no way to uh, to rank them. I mean, they both went through similar type brackets. To me, it was I, I hate to call it a tie, but it was it was about as close to a tie as you can. I think both of them deserve to be uh, on there. Um, I don't know the whole NHRA points thing. You look at this, and I got to tell you, like you got Torrance, who's you know now he's down the list. He had a horrible weekend. I mean, it, let's just face it, Steve uh, Steve pooped the bed this weekend, and Steve's my boy, but it just happened. Um, but you look at uh, Funny Car, and it's the same way. Like I, I don't know, man, this whole NHRA thing, and I know. Brittany Force snuck in there two years ago and took a championship that everybody thought Steve deserved. But I guess this is why NHRA does it, right? Because it's a crapshoot now for the next, uh, you know, I guess, you know, five rounds we've got remaining in NHRA. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, Jim. I mean, you know, I've actually, I've got some NHRA later in my list. And I've got to admit, one of the drivers just named, um, I actually left off. And that's my bad. You know, the more that I think about it, we talked about this week not really being a headline grabber coming in, but the more I think about it, the more we do this, it, it was kind of a sleeper week. We actually did have a lot of depth here. It just, you know, it was kind of one of those, it feels like a supporting cast deals on a full weekend. You know, it was essentially kind of what we got. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we had a hell of a lot of surprises at Maple Grove. I mean, you know, Jack Beckman going and taking revenge, I guess, on John Force for uh, – winning the U.S. Nationals over him in that final round. Great weekend for Richie Crampton, the uh, 
Kalita folks, I think Richie Crampton jumped four spots in the standings. Uh, but, you know, not not to mention also Jerry Savoy going back-to-back in Pro Stock yeah. Motorcycle and uh, Jason Line scoring his second victory of the year. And Jason Line is somebody who's won one playoff race every single year for the past four or five years now. You know, so somebody who's always kind of a threat there. But, you know, it's interesting because you don't see – I mean, you didn't see Steve Torrance uh, defending that victory at Maple Grove. You didn't see Robert Height. I mean, obviously, John Force got to the final, but you didn't see Height there. You know, it's pro stock has obviously been kind of a, uh, you know, whole new world this year. But also Andrew Hines not being able to, uh, you know, kick off the playoffs after dominating the regular season with a victory on the bike. So, you know, Maple Grove was a really interesting NHRA round. And uh, if the rest of the playoffs are half as interesting that I think we're in for, you know, one hell of a postseason. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I can tell you, looking at the winners, I wouldn't have, uh, that wouldn't have been the four that I had picked going into uh, the weekend. That's for sure. But uh, Chris, I know we'll get to NHR in a little bit when, you you know, on your power rankings, who, uh, who did you have coming in at number three on your list? Number three, Jim, I am going with Martin Truex Jr. Taking the uh, NASCAR victory in Las Vegas. I know that was a race that a lot of people were not happy about in the end. Uh, Kyle Busch had his little incident with a lapped car there. And I know a lot of other drivers were frustrated. Seemed really hard to pass out there in Vegas. But, um, you know, Martin Truex making the most of it. A title threat yet again. You know, his first year with Joe Gibbs Racing and has just kind of I almost feel quietly notching off the wins, but I think the only reason for that is because, well, you know, he's got Kyle Busch as a teammate, and Kyle Busch tends to make a lot of noise whether he wins or not. But, uh, you know, for that reason, (laughs) Martin Truex Jr., third on my list. Yeah, I will get to Truex on mine here in a minute. But uh, for me, I am going back to Pennsylvania. I am going back to the STPR rally. But instead of Mr. Higgins, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the young gun, Oliver Solberg, uh, son of the legend, Petter Solberg, uh, taking uh, yet another uh, uh, victory. Almost called it Rally America. Ooh, bad on me. ARA victory. Um, <laughs> ARA victory. And, uh, you know, I don't know this kid. I mean, you want to talk about prodigies. Um, I have no idea what the future holds for Oliver Solberg, Chris, but I know it's big. This kid... To see what he's doing, anytime you can clip the, you know, like you'd said, the 10-time champion David Higgins, the Hall of Famer, who is still at the peak of his career. Um, Oliver, man, this kid is just, he's a machine. He does not make mistakes. I, you know, to find that kind of composure in a kid this young, I mean, you and I have been around the sport for a long time, and we see a lot of fast kids, but generally they, at some point, you know, in time, they make a mistake, and they're a hothead. Oliver Solberg, Chris, I, you hate to say he's the total package, but this kid, man, he's got it put together. Yeah, Jim, I, you know, I don't think it's unfair to say that he's the total package. I mean, yes, he's young, but a lot of top drivers come in young and develop very quickly. Obviously, you know, it's in his blood. He's been around the sport since he was, you know, since he was born. Uh, his dad being a WRC and World Rallycross champion, I mean, like you said, we don't really know what the future holds for him. Um, I'm sorry to say, I don't think it's going to be in America. I think this was a one-year deal. So I hope that everybody who wanted to see Oliver Solberg rallying here in the States, uh, you know, stepped up and did that this year because I don't think at that talent level, I don't think that he's going to be hanging around here on a national stage for a very long time. I think he's going to the WRC fairly quickly 
And I would not be surprised to see him on a factory team, you know, before, uh, before he turns 20, even, you know, trying to run at the, uh, at the highest level over there. Uh, he's just, he's been that good. He's been that consistent. He's got the right people around him. You know, he seems to soak up information like a sponge and, you know, it's a lot of pressure for a kid to be in a position like the one that Oliver's been in, you know, not everybody gets the opportunity to, you know, go hang out in the set of Jim Connor and drive with Ken, but you know, um, it's just, he, he has made the most of his opportunities so far. And, you know, I, I think there are a lot of kids who, if you put them in Oliver Solberg's position would not have been able to step up to the plate the way that he has. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, I could see maybe him doing one more year in the States, but I think if that did happen, he would actually run for a championship and he wouldn't be doing these, uh, you know, the, these few one-offs, if you want to call them. I think you'd see him full-time and actually run for a championship. Because, what, next year he'll only be, uh, what, 17? Um, he starts a year at 16, he'll be 17. I, I could see him possibly doing one more year just because these cars aren't slouches here in the States. Uh, I think people, a lot of people forget that uh, the rules package for open-class cars in the States are, are pretty wild. So, to be honest with you, if he goes WRC, the cars might be a hair tamer than what he's driving here. So, this experience isn't bad experience. I, I, I quite possibly think maybe we might see him one more year. In addition, he would still be doing some stuff in Europe, but that's wishful thinking on my part because I would love to keep Oliver stateside as long as we possibly could. Um, but that being said, Chris, give me, uh, give me your number two. I guess we, we're down to uh, about four minutes left. So, uh, give me your number two, buddy. All right, Jim. Well, I am going to go back to uh, Laguna Seca for IMSA, and I'm actually just going to loop in the whole Team Penske organization going 1-2. Montoya and Cameron, as you said, are, uh, you know, pretty much have that DPI championship locked up, and we'll see what they're able to do with the uh, Petit Lamont Road America. Uh, but Castro Neves and Ricky Taylor being, you know, right on their heels, that is obviously a uh, pretty dominant outfit over there in IMSA, you know, I mean, we know we know how Roger Penske does business. We know the kind of effort and the quality of people that he brings in. You know, I've been fortunate enough to uh, be at that shop before and meet a couple of those people and just, you know, it's a top-notch organization. I will not be surprised in the slightest if one of Roger's boys, whether it's Newgarden or Paginot, locks up their second uh, IndyCar championship this weekend at Laguna Seca. Uh, you know, it, it's just it's such a high quality organization and we've seen it for decades and just about everything that they've ever touched. So uh, not really a surprise there, but I've got Team Penske at number two. Yeah, I thought about bundling him together, too. So uh, I completely agree with that call on your part. Uh, for number two, I'm going to go to uh, another world championship, one that uh, I bet Chris forgot about. But uh, MotoGP, they were in action in San Marino. And, uh, you know, a lot of people wondered, you know, if Valentino Rossi. Uh, you know, everybody wondered, you know, who's going to be the next big thing? Who, who's who's going to get, you know, the torch passed to them, right? Well, I got to tell you, the guy who didn't get the torch passed to him, he just took the torch, was Mark Marquez. And he was absolutely dominating once again at San Marino, extending his points lead to 275 points. Uh, second place only has 182 points. And keep in mind, MotoGP still has a point system that I actually like uh, with a victory taking uh, 25 points down to uh, – 
I think 15th place gets one point. There's no frills, no excitement. It's literally a very cut-and-dry point system. And with that built up, with I think uh, they got four rounds maybe, five rounds left in MotoGP. Mark Marquez definitely in the uh, driver's seat or rider's seat, should I say. But uh, big win for him in San Marino at the San Marino GP. So Mark Marquez, number two on my list. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jim. I mean, that said, outside of the uh, motocross and supercross seasons, I don't tend to pay a lot of attention to two wheels but uh you know when you've got a championship lead like that well deserved and you know for somebody who is a very casual moto gp follower the way i am marquez is one of the you know few names that is household enough that you know i know it well enough you know marquez rossi and i guess alex rins at this point after that finish that he had a few weeks ago but for my number one it's interesting i know we're going to have different number ones this week i think that started happening a bit more recently and that kind of makes it fun because you know i go in and i just hear your number one and i'm just like oh geez i didn't even think of that um but my number one i'm going back to maple grove raceway and this is where i said you know i had forgotten uh i had forgotten one of the drivers that you named as an nhra winner so uh my apologies to Jack Beckman there, but I am going with actually the whole team Kalita. I'm very heavy on the yeah. teams this week. Richie Crampton and Doug Kalita. Great weekend for team Kalita. Richie with his 10th career victory, tying the team owner, Tawny Kalita and, uh, Doug Kalitta is taking over that points lead with a solid weekend of his own. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, disagree with you at all. Big, big weekend there for uh, for the whole team Kalitta. Uh I am going to go back to Las Vegas, though. You were on his list, or he was on your list. Uh, um, but I'm going to go with Martin Truex as my number one. Yes, going to NASCAR world for me. Um, points lead, you know, big W in, in Vegas. You know, as you'd said, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, I don't want to call it shenanigans, but uh, there was a lot of frustration going on. And anytime you can win a race like that, you know, it, it, to me, it just ups the fact, you know, the, the it factor a little bit more. Um, and I think this was one of those races, you know, to stay clean and actually walk away with a victory like Truex did. I think it was very tough in Vegas, all things considered. So uh, Truex, number one on my list this week. And with that, we are going to take a short commercial break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. More after this. And here's today's BRP safety tips. Riding outdoor recreational vehicles can be fun. These safety tips can help make your outdoor experience safe and enjoyable. Enroll in a motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, or water safety course. Depending on the vehicle, always wear protective gear. Helmets, life jackets, goggles, long sleeve shirts and pants, and gloves will help keep you incident-free. Always stick to the correct and legal number of people on your outdoor machine. And now a word from BRP. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less, because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag Sales event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 gold glove oh, awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. 
Dell semi-annual sale is officially on. You now have the rare chance to get the latest Dell and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors at 17% off, a discount usually reserved just for Dell employees. Shop a wide selection of leading-edge Dell and Alienware monitors and more, all with free shipping. Call 800-BY-DELL or go to dell.com slash semi-annual sale to enjoy huge limited-time employee savings. That's 800-BY-DELL. Hey, fall is here, and with the leaves changing, it may feel like you're running out of time to get any lingering home projects done before the holidays. Luckily, Home Advisor can give you a hand so you can spend more time watching football and less time doing home projects. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with the top-rated pros in your area. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from the pros and use Home Advisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. Whether it's remodeling the den for football season or fixing up the house before the holidays, Home Advisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. To get the right pro at a fair price, just go to Home Advisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning Home Advisor app today. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend Alex Rossi to the show. How is everything going, my man? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I guess, according to Hinch, you got rid of like 200 text messages uh, the other day. So uh, I guess that that's always, a, 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 I guess, a box checked, right? I guess I'm being productive. Yes, we can we can say this week has been successful. <laughs> Regardless of what happens, you know you got the you got the text messages handled. I guess that's uh, that's a good thing. But uh, I figure about now you uh, you are probably doing a, an epic ton of media appearances, interviews, uh, because I'm sure everybody wants to talk about this big IndyCar finale, and uh, you are in the hunt, man. It's it's got to be. Uh, I guess a, a pretty big stretch here for you, especially with that off time since the last race, man. You, you guys are probably just cranking on the media right now, right? Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, the, the teams love to fill the time um, that we're not at the racetrack with, with talking about being at the racetrack. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's a, it's a good problem to have. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that I'm part of the conversation heading into the, the season finale here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, let's talk about kind of what, what's taken us to this point, because I know, uh, you know, you guys, I, I look at everybody, you know, kind of uh, there that are in the hunt. Right. And uh, I mean, I look at your, you know, your results. And I mean, I got to say, you've probably been the most consistent guy. You know, you're, you're right in there every single week. I mean, you you know, up until this point, you got to feel really solid uh, about, you know, every where everything's at and, and how you got here, uh, for the exception of that one anomaly race a couple of weeks ago. But I mean, you, you've got to be, you know, pretty happy with the team and how things come together. I mean, you, you guys have had very much the championship season that you wanted so far, regardless of what happens at this last race. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, for sure. I mean, obviously, you're always going to be hypercritical of, of yourself and hindsight and, and all of that. And, you know, I think if we looked at the areas where we were weak in 2018 that ultimately um, caused us to come up short in the championship, I think we improved those um, pretty pretty significantly and um yeah i think we've we've done a lot of things right um unfortunately we've had a couple of wins get away from us for one reason or another and then um you know you alluded to pocono uh getting taken out there in in lap one uh the 500 mile race obviously didn't help anything so you know there's there's been some some downsides but ultimately i think 
you know, we've had a very good year. I just think that, that Joseph and the two car have had an exceptional year. And, um, you know, that's part of what this championship is. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be chasing perfection to, to, to win IndyCar races, to win IndyCar championships. And, um, you know, so far they've, they've done a better job um, than we have for, for whatever reason. And, um, but that's all fine and well, I mean, that's all behind us. And, and we have a double points race coming up at a track that no one's been to. And, uh, if we win it, then we, we put ourselves in a pretty good position to steal it away from us. Yeah. Well, and you, you mentioned nobody's been there, you know, and I think that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. And I mean, uh, you know, for you coming in, I mean, a, a lot of these tracks, how are you guys approaching this? There's no data on this track. I mean, no, nobody kind of knows what to expect. I mean, it's been run years ago, but that, you know, that data is kind of out the window at this point. You guys kind of have an inkling, I'm sure. But, you know, how are you approaching this? I mean, what are you guys doing now that prepares you for, you know, the, the upcoming race? I mean, what, what can you do? I mean, you know, how are you guys approaching this? Because it, this is kind of a wild card factor. It's kind of, a, it's kind of an interesting uh, predicament we're in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's good in a way because you know there's no team that has like an inherent advantage right there's certain teams where or tracks where penske's exceptional at or tracks where we're very good at or 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 whatever um no one really knows anything about here so we have we have an extra day on thursday that's a promoter test day so that'll help but in terms of what we're doing to prepare i mean we have we have a lot of simulation tools um to kind of come up with a general idea and i think that we'll go with three very distinct setups um, across uh, my teammates' cars and myself. And then we'll kind of all see, you know, how they end up in terms of just outright pace and make a decision going into the race weekend on Friday. So um, it's going to be a little bit of experimenting, a little bit of guess, educated guesswork. And, uh, you know, the, the team and the driver that, that do the best job at that are ultimately going to be the ones that are the quickest guys so we need to just make sure we do our homework and, and execute once we get out there yeah well and you know your personal approach to this race and well and i guess the team approach as well i mean you know at this point you know you guys obviously you're going for a win right this isn't hey we're going to try and salvage points i mean this is all for nothing right you you're coming in gunning you know are you guys just going for broke here is that kind of the strategy uh not really um because I, I think that we we know that we have the pace most weekends to, to go out and win the race right so we we're not trying to do anything desperate um and we're also you know we we're in a kind of a fortunate position in a way um i guess in, in terms of looking at it from a glass half full standpoint that you know we're we're 41 points back which means we pretty much have to win the race right whereas you know if you're three points ahead or six points behind or whatever, then you start like nitpicking over positions and well, if this scenario happens and then this bonus point happens, all this stuff. Whereas for us, it's ultimately we go in with the same approach that we have for all other 16 races. You know, you show up at the racetrack with the goal to put it on pole and to go win the race. And really that's all that we're trying to do in Laguna. So in a way, not a lot changes for us. Um, Whereas Joseph has to, you know, go into it with like, oh, I, I'm trying to be fast, but I can't like take a risk. I can't make a mistake. I can't do any of this because then I'll give it away type of thing. So in a way we have it a little bit easier than he does, I think. Yeah. You guys just go out and win, right? And let the cards fall where they may behind you. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, with all this being said, I know this has been kind of a crazy season. You've been in this, this points battle. 
Um, you know, and in between all this, I know how big of a relief is it for you as a driver, you know, to get this, uh, you know, this future contract, you know, settled. And obviously you're back with Andretti. I think everybody is excited about that. I think that, you know, that we all know that's where you wanted to be. I mean, how, how big is that for you as a driver to know, all right, I don't have to worry about that now. It's in the back of my mind. You know, it's not even in the back of my mind. We, we don't have to worry about it. I can just concentrate now and, and, you know, for the foreseeable future, just about driving race cars. Um. Honestly, man, I mean, it, it didn't it didn't really bother me. Uh, I, I'm really pleased to to be able to to continue the relationship with Andretti Autosport and Honda, and we couldn't have done it without without Napa and Auto Nation stepping up. So, you know, everything everyone's plan A kind of came together, which is which is fantastic. Um, but you know, I made a huge effort um, not only with myself but with everyone on on my car to ignore the noise and ignore everything that was going on surrounding our silly season and just focusing on each race weekend and, and trying to, you know, maximize what our potential was. And, and so we were really unaffected. Um, when the news came, it was great, happy to have you and kind of getting back to work type thing. So um, it, it, it's really good from a continuity standpoint. Um, but at the end of the day, nothing, nothing really changed for us. Yeah. Well, you know, and and with everything we've learned this season and last year, last season, and obviously, you know, you guys are, if, you know, Andretti's been a front running team for a long time, and in last couple of seasons, I mean, you've emerged as one of the, you know, top guys to beat. You know, what what have you learned the last couple of seasons? You know what I mean? That that really we can carry into next season because. You know, at this point, you know what it takes to win a championship. You've been so close. You know what I mean? We, we could see you take a championship here, uh, you know, this this coming race, you know. But what have we learned, like, moving forward? I mean, just because IndyCar, it's so competitive, Alex. I mean, it's, I uh, you know, it's one of those weird motorsports where on any given, team, you know, weekend, there's 10 guys that can win. And, you know, a lot of motorsports, you know, that might be three or four. But IndyCar, I mean, it's so uber competitive right now. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, crazy competitive, which is awesome for for the product and the show and um, you know everything that we're trying to do to to promote the series um, to to an expanding audience. But you know, I don't think it's one thing that you're supposed to to change. I mean, I think it's it's all the detail work, it's it's all of the um, off season preparation and and the the choosing um, of of resources and time to, to focus on um, certain areas of weakness from the previous year and, and just managing, um, you know, all of the different uh, possibilities you have and then choosing the best one that's going to benefit you the most. So it's not that, you know, we have to do, we have to focus on ovals or road courses or street courses or whatever. Like we have to focus on it all and just really um, make sure that the gains we're making are, are significant and uh, productive, efficient. Yeah. Well, you know, looking forward, I got to ask you just because, you know, I'm the off-road guy in the, in the, in, in the room here, but uh, I know last year you had a little bit of fun in Baja. I mean, I've heard some rumors that you kind of, it got its hooks in you there. Is there a chance we possibly see you back in, uh, in Baja in the next year or so? Uh, oh, uh, I can't say a whole lot, but yes, there's definitely a chance. Yeah, I, I won't say what I know either, but uh, I, I just I had to put it out there. But, you know, I got to ask, though, with all this IndyCar stuff, have you been salivating to get back into an off-road truck a bit? Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I loved every moment of that experience uh, last year, and I was very grateful to Honda and uh, Proctor Racing Group for, for allowing me to, to be a part of the team. And, um, yeah, fell in love with, 
with off-road racing and the Baja 1000 and everything that goes along with it. So definitely hope to, to have the opportunity to get back there soon. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one final question, you know, talking about this finale and, and double points on the line. I mean, uh, you know, you as a driver, you know, th- this is one of the most iconic tracks. I mean, I would say there's a handful of them in the United States, but, you know, people know this track, you know, and, and you know, some of the features that it's got. I mean, uh, you know, you uh, I mean, is there a little bit of excitement on your part to, to go and race there? I mean, uh, you know, I, you know, what, what are you feeling going into this new track? And obviously, you know, everybody's got the same level playing field, but uh, there's a little bit of excitement, you know, just because it is something new. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the excitement more comes from like, this was the place where I was introduced to racing as, as like a three-year-old. I mean, that's, it's where my dad took me growing up and it's, uh, it's pretty cool to come back there 20 years plus later and, um, you know, potentially, you know, win a championship, but, but regardless, even if we don't like the story in a way has kind of come full circle and, and to be able to return there and, had it be a race in Northern California, um, you know, three-ish hours from, from where I grew up is, is very special. And, uh, yeah, excited to get back out there and, and kind of just be on track and be, um, you know, actually doing the thing that, that I fell in love with as a little kid. Yeah. Well, Alex, I appreciate the time. I know you've uh, got a lot of media engagements, uh, you know, today and, uh, you know, the upcoming week. But, uh, you know, good luck out there at the finale. I know we will be tuned in and uh, rooting for you, my friend. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully we do see you come November down in Baja. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Man, you gotta uh, love anytime you can get uh, an Indy 500 winner on your show. And uh, Alexander Rossi, man, I gotta tell you, this guy has been—he's uh, been a big part of our show the past three years. Uh, countless times we've had him on air, always supporting us. And uh, our good friends at Andretti Autosport, you gotta uh, gotta love it. And I know we've got, um, man, an amazing four-way shootout for the IndyCar title coming this weekend at Monterey. Alexander Rossi, a part of that equation, Simon Pagino, Joseph Newgarten, and uh, Scott Dixon. And I know I was looking, you know, they do that thing where, you know, they break it down how each driver can actually win. And, uh, you know, Scott Dixon, we'll be, uh, be honest with you, he's like an outlier. Like, it's going to take it's going to take uh, something massive happening for him to have a shot at this thing. Like, literally everybody breaking in the first lap and then he wins or something. But for Alex Rossi and uh, Simon Pagino, they have a real shot at this. Now, I'm not going to say it's easy, you know, but they need to win. And I think it's something like Newgarten finishes uh, sixth or worse, which is totally doable. Um, You know, and then when you add in, you know, they've got qualifying points and all this other stuff like um, there's a real, real opportunity for uh, for Rossi and Pagano to sneak in and uh, take this title. I don't want to say sneak in because they've been there all year. Newgarten knows they're there. But, uh, you know, that's what I think is really interesting about IndyCar. You got NASCAR who has uh, created this crazy system of uh, playoffs and stage racing. And they've tried to draw interest, like artificially create drama in their series. Meanwhile, you've got IndyCar who has gone with old tried and true fashion of just running the season all the way to the end. And the guy with the most points wins. And granted the uh, finale is a double points race. I see no problem with that, but uh, you know, IndyCar has done it the right way. They let their racing speak for themselves. They're not artificially creating drama and it's worked for them. And I think that's why TV ratings are going up. It's because there's no gimmicks 
It is just true, good, real racing, and I think that's what we're going to see this weekend. I know I will absolutely be glued to my TV for this finale, and uh, I think you guys will too, and I can't wait to watch what unfolds here at Monterey. I mean, IndyCar's down the corkscrew? Yes, count me in. All right, we're going to take a short break. We're going to wrap things up and return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs of coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher. And all repairs for your engine transmission and much more can become a thing of the past dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits that's right total protection for your car and no more repair bills just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies that's star star 1147 never pay for car repairs again just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now dial star star 1147 Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. 
Bam! That is it. Another Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Episode number 401 is officially in the books as of uh, in about uh, two minutes. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for continuing to support the show. If you haven't already, tune into that episode number 400 with Pastron and Rutledge Wood. You guys won't be disappointed. Follow me at JimBeaver15 on social media. And uh, man, I would love to uh, live tweet with you guys during this IndyCar finale this weekend. You know, I'll be locked and loaded. Expect uh, maybe some winners, some IndyCar winners. Obviously, Obviously, uh, maybe some NHRA winners and uh, probably some score winners on the show next week. Also got the Off-Road Edition dropping. Make sure and hit that subscribe button over there on iTunes. Really helps us out. And support all of our amazing partners, Polaris Razor, General Tire, Four Wheel Parts, MyMedic. Use the coupon code Jim Beaver. It'll get you 15% off. Vision Wheel, Gibson Exhaust, Dirt Fish Rally School. Remember, it is down dirty DF. That's going to get you 15% off at the fish on any and all classes. Uh, and are also our good friends there at Super ATV, some of the the best damn UTV products on the planet right there at Super ATV. All right. Thank you guys once again. I am Jim Beaver at Jim Beaver 15. And uh, we will uh, see you next week with some score winners, some IndyCar winners, a whole lot of talk and a whole lot more. We'd love to hear from you. Please give me your feedback on uh, on the show and uh, let me know who you would like to hear on air with me right here in the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Here's to, uh, I guess, another 400 shows right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Free and Baja, have a safe weekend, and we'll see you next week. Can't get enough of your team? SB Nation's 300-team regional and sports-centric communities are built just for you. Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news, conversation, and opinion. SBNation.com. Your team, your community.